Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of The Daily Drive podcast. Josh Downs here. And I honestly cannot tell you how excited I have been to get this podcast started, up and running. Well, here we are. And you know, this is just the beginning and and the first of what I hope to be many podcasts as well as opportunities to interact with you. In fact, I hope at some point that I can learn more about your story and what makes you you. I I love learning about other people's stories and, and how it shaped them into who they are. I found each story to be just so unique and, and special in its own right. In fact, I'd like to start out today by telling you a little bit about my story and how it has shaped who I am and, and has led me here to, to where I am now with you doing this podcast. So I mentioned my name is Josh Downs and I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm a divorced father of two beautiful daughters and a graduate from the University of Utah. And I love spending time in the outdoors. And, and you'll, in fact, you'll often find my girls and I on some adventure somewhere outside. I'm also a former religious educator for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a certified life coach, and I have a love for public speaking. Now, my journey up to this point in my life has probably been a lot like yours. It's, it's been full of ups and downs, highs and lows, twists and turns, moments filled with joy, and others with intense heartache. And you know, that's just life though, isn't it? But you know what has seen me through all of it? It's been my faith. My father instilled within me at a a very young age a belief in and a desire to follow Christ. In fact, I watched my dad closely growing up, and and like most boys, I wanted to be just like my dad. I loved the way that he was as a father and how he spent time with each of us and made each of us feel so special. I loved how he treated my mother and devoted his life to to teaching and helping others, and and I wanted that for myself. But I, I also knew that if... I was to be like him in those ways that I had to understand what made him that way. And it wasn't hard for me to figure out that the biggest influence on him as a father and a husband was his faith. It permeated his life and was at the core of who he was. He had chosen to become a religious educator and and did so for close to 40 years. and, And I could tell how much he loved his work and how much his work influenced who he was. And so as I approached my own career choices, although I had many different paths I could have taken, I found myself gravitating towards what he did. And soon I followed in his footsteps and became a religious educator myself. You know, teaching and testifying of Christ to those students that came through my classroom was one of the greatest privileges and blessings of my life. Helping them to navigate the the difficult teenage years and supporting them in any way that I could was really one of the most rewarding experiences, second only to being a husband and father. It was a career that I loved. However, it wasn't meant to be my final destination as life had other plans for me. After 10 years of teaching, I went through a very painful divorce and found myself in a place that I never thought I would be in, nor did I ever want to be. Unless you've been through divorce yourself, there really is no way to adequately describe the heartache that's associated with it. You know, and along with that, I I had to let go of the profession that I love. I I honestly don't think I could have experienced any more of an abrupt change than I did during that period of my life. 
My whole life had instantly been turned upside down overnight. In trying to understand and cope with everything that was happening to me, I reached out to therapists, I got counseling, worked with life coaches, and learned more about the human brain and mind in that short period of a few years than I had in the 40 years prior to that. All I've been able to think really about since is why wasn't any of this explained to me before? I came to understand important concepts like resistance, the importance of self-care, the role of boundaries and how to set and hold them, worth grabs and, and power games that we play all because we just are trying to feel safe and secure. Speaking of which, I learned about insecurity and fear and shame and how damaging they can be to everything they touch. I learned about the, the deadly diseases of codependency and enabling. I came to understand the incredibly influential role that our subconscious mind plays in our lives. I also learned from firsthand experience the very real effects of new and past traumas and the resulting self-sabotage that can come from them. I once had a therapist friend of mine, in fact, tell me from his extensive experiences in working with people that life is designed to repeat itself until we get it right. And as I began to study and learn about all these things, it was almost like coming out of a fog and, and turning off autopilot as I started to see all the unhealthy processes and patterns that have been in play in my life for so long. I wanted and knew that things had to change. Now, there have been a few other gut punches along the way since, but I'm learning to see them for what they are and to see and, and embrace who I truly am and, and all that I can be. And I have to say, finding your authentic self is everything. Now, despite all the twists and turns and changes in my life, my true passion has always been in helping others to achieve their goals, to navigate life's challenges, better connect with God, and become all that they're capable of becoming. And I started this podcast with the hope of taking all of that that I have learned and experienced and to help make that kind of difference in the lives of those that will be listening. I've always believed, in fact, that the largest of changes often begin with the smallest of thoughts. So I've chosen that concept to be the, the premise of this podcast. I wanted to create something that could be shared quickly without taking a lot of time, knowing how busy we all are, but yet could be just long enough to be able to make a real difference on that given day. Something that you could simply listen to on your way to work or on your way to school or that you can simply listen to while getting ready for the day. And so in this podcast, I'm going to share short and simple thoughts, principles, and insights on a daily basis followed with a daily challenge that can help drive big changes in your life. Now, as most of you listening have probably figured out by now, like I have, life can be hard. There's, there's no guarantees, and often we're left with more questions than answers. I've certainly experienced, as you have, my own crises of health, of the heart and of faith over all the years, but along with each of those, I've also learned lessons. Lessons that have helped shape my personal journey through life for good and that I truly believe can help shape yours. And my hope is that you'll join me on this daily drive to navigate the challenges of life and to become all that we're capable of becoming, to find, accept, and love your authentic self. Now, for my message today, and to kind of set the tone for everything that's coming with this podcast, I'd like to focus on the concepts of destination and the journey. 
Now, years ago, I had the opportunity to travel to Hawaii and to spend some time on the beautiful island of Maui. Now, on Maui, there's a, a small destination that you can drive to called Hana. It's quite a, a long drive, actually, on a, a narrow old two-lane road. But anyone that has done this particular activity will tell you that the value in taking this drive isn't just in the destination, as beautiful as Hana is, but it's also in the journey. That's why this particular activity is referred to as the road to Hana. And over the course of this drive, there are so many incredible sights to see and experience that could easily be missed if the focus is just on getting to the destination. There were lush gardens with plants and flowers unlike anything I'd ever seen before. There were waterfalls and emerald pools that were breathtaking to see and beaches beyond description, all different from the last. There were brown sand, gray sand, red sand, white sand, and black sand beaches all to be seen and experienced along the way. And I was able to experience all of these because I allowed myself to disconnect from where it was I was heading and instead tried to enjoy what the journey brought. Now, this experience has opened my eyes so much to the overall purpose of life. I know that we all have destinations that we want to get to and, and that we're working towards. Some of you listening might be working towards finding a better job or, or finding someone to share life with, maybe deepening or, or repairing an existing relationship. Some of you may be hoping to create a better financial situation for yourself or your family, or maybe just getting through school or, or healing past traumas, or maybe just looking to get to a place of greater personal happiness or peace. It can be so easy to think, if I can just get to this destination, then I'll be happy. And things will make sense. While all these destinations and desires are, are natural to have and, and I believe worthwhile to work towards, as with my experience with the road to Hana, I have learned that much of the purpose and enjoyment of life can be missed by focusing too much on the destination instead of the journey. In fact, a big part of the reason I've experienced unhappiness and depression in my life is because I was focusing too much on the destination instead of the journey. I wanted to get to a place where I was always happy, where I had the family I always wanted, where I never experienced poor health or struggled financially. Well, my message for you today is that the best way for you to get where you want to go and to have the best experiences that you can along the way is to learn to make the destination secondary to the journey. And trust me, that is not easy to do, especially if you're at a place where you never really wanted to be and, and you can't get to a different destination fast enough. Now, there is an incredible book that's titled Man's Search for Meaning that I would highly recommend, where the author, Viktor Frankl, documents the terrible conditions that he faced as a prisoner in one of the worst Nazi death camps during World War II. It's an incredible account of the ability of the human spirit to hold on to hope even when there doesn't seem to be any. How even after having everything that one loves completely stripped away, homes, jobs, family, friends, food, even the very clothes on your body, that one can still find something to hold on to, to fight for, and to believe in. One message among many in this book is that no matter how far away we are from the destination that we desire, there is always hope. In fact, it was the loss of hope and the loss of something to live for that he states was one of the biggest killers in these death camps. 
he recorded that he could tell who it was that would die next from their suffering simply by observing a loss of hope on their face and in their eyes. So again, I'll emphasize, no matter where you are or how far away you are from where you want to be, never give up hope. We can always find something to hold on to and to live for, even in the darkest of moments. Now, aside from that, he makes one point, almost as a side note at the beginning of his book, that I think is truly profound and that I'd like to share here at the start of our journey, especially as it relates to the concept of destination. Again, keeping in mind whatever destination it is that you have been longing for yourself. In the beginning of his book, he makes the observation that in writing this particular book, that he wrote it with the intent of never putting his name to it. It was to be completely anonymous. There was no desire or intent for fame or recognition or literary success of any kind. It was written solely to convey his message. Only after it was written did some close family and friends convince him to put his name to it so as to give it some credibility. He makes the observation that out of the 30 plus books that he has written, that he doesn't feel that it was a coincidence that the one that easily became his most successful was also the one that he wrote without any intent for success. In recognizing this, his message to others, as he states in his book, is this. Don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you're going to miss it. For success, like happiness, cannot be pursued. It must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's dedication to a cause greater than oneself, or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. Happiness must happen. And the same holds for success. You have to let it happen by not caring about it. I want you to listen, he says, to what your conscience commands you to do and to go on and carry it out to the best of your knowledge. Then you will live to see that in the long run, and he emphasizes the long run, success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think of it. The message I'd like for you to take away today is this, that the surest way for you to get to your desired destination and to find the happiness that you desire is to let that destination go and instead focus on your journey. As you do that, the destination will take care of itself. You can do this by focusing on living in the present, trusting the process, being the best version of you each and every day, at work, at school, in your community, at home, following whatever you truly feel your purpose is each day. Develop that consistent practice, and instead of you arriving at your destination, you'll find your desired destination will come to you. And I believe you will have come to love the journey that it took to get there just as much, if not more, than the destination. The scriptures are an example of this. Where we are going is mentioned a fraction of the times compared to those things taught that can help us to get there. In fact, that's all the scriptures really are is a record of the journey made by those who came before us on their way back to God and to become the best version of themselves that they could. God loves the journey and wants to accompany us on ours. So my invitation, my challenge today for you is this. 
today as much as you want a better financial situation? Stop for a moment. And instead of thinking about what you don't have, take some time to be grateful and truly appreciate what you do have. Today, as as much as you don't want to be alone, if that's your situation, stop and appreciate the gift and opportunity that it is to better connect with who you are and then take advantage of it. Today, as much as you want a meaningful romantic relationship, stop trying to force it and instead focus on appreciate, enjoy, and develop the relationships you already have. Call up or visit an old friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Today, as much as you want to find and and know your purpose, stop and focus on just taking a step for that day in what feels like the right direction. As much as you want to get to a place of happiness, stop and appreciate the struggle. Look for the things that can bring joy all around us that most likely we take for granted. As much as you want to have fixed whatever is broken in your life today, stop and recognize the beauty of each broken piece. And I promise you that you will better see the unseen hands that will be there, helping you to pick up those pieces and to put things back together even better than they were before. As you practice living in the moment and living with intent on a daily basis, you will truly come to love the journey, maybe even more than the destination. In fact, you may just come to see that it was really the journey that was the destination all along. Focusing on coming to love that daily journey and including God in it is how this podcast can help. One of my favorite Chinese proverbs says that the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. The nature of this podcast has been designed to help you to connect with God and take that first step with Him that second step, or simply another step in the direction that that you'd like to go wherever you are. Again, my intent is to give you something each day to think about, to consider, and to use in your daily drive and journey of becoming the best version of you that you can be. I can't wait to hear about the experiences that you'll have on your journey in the coming days and weeks and maybe years ahead. So please, if this is something that you want for yourself and that you feel would be helpful to you, then let's go. Subscribe to this podcast, invite others to join you, friends, family, neighbors, and other acquaintances, anyone that you know that would like to take a similar journey and that could benefit from these types of thoughts, principles, insights, and challenges. I am so excited to be on this journey with you and I can't wait to take another step with you tomorrow. Until then, have a great day and God bless.